Werewolves, episode 179. Go to our werewolves. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just told a story about finding a used car, and you're not going to hear it because I don't have the energy to tell it again. <laughs> if you sell used cars, go fuck yourself. That's basically what I said. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah, it's tough out there. Not tough for them. They seem to be able to sell anything. It could be on fire, and they'll be like, well, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. It is not a a seller, a buyer's market. No, no, it really isn't. And it's like, (laughs) I'm not looking to, I mean, it's her first car. It don't need to be, it needs needs to be a bit beyond just, like, wheels, because Mm -hmm. she is a new driver, and I'd like her to have some safety features. Um, sure. in it. But I mean, this, the things I saw this weekend and I was like, you seriously trying to like, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> like if this was a restaurant, it gets shut down. That's basically right. the way, you know, you should not. And, and what's funny is I drove in a car before it, uh, had been reconditioned. Like they had just taken it as a trade in. I think whoever had it before was using it as a grooming salon because of the amount of dog hair that was in, mm. in this car. Mm. And it was so bad, the salesperson was like, you want to take it on a test drive? Do you want me to come with you? And I was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> like you don't want to? And I was like, yeah, jump in. And I could hear her deflate. I was like, no, no, we're all going for a ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then what bothers me is like, okay, I have an EV, I get it, EVs have instant torque. I, I also have a BMW, and I get it, that thing fucking rips. Uh, but I also know how cars drive. Like, I'm not stupid, mm. right? So, like, I know what it's like when a car has pickup and when it when it doesn't. It's obvious, mm. right? Like, when you put your foot down and you hear things revving... But you don't go faster. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's there's yeah. a difference between, like, I've had shitty cars. I know that if you have a shitty car, make it a manual. Because then at least you can fucking try to get something out of it in second gear. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> but if you have an automatic and it's just like you see the RPMs go up. If the RPMs go up and the speedometer doesn't, it has yep. nothing to do with whether or not I drive an EV. It's just a shitty car. Yes. <laughs> but, so, but anyway, um, yeah. So, so next next week we'll 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 go back out again. I mean, my daughter had a great attitude about it. She was just like, "Oh, this is great." Uh, driving test driving with her was like okay, you know, because she's. Again, she's a new driver. She's only driven two cars in her life. She's not used mm. to the fact that sometimes brakes are softer. Right. <laughs> she thinks it's hilarious. I do not. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> the, right. the salesperson thought it was hilarious because he was in the backseat. He probably would have survived. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Look, I don't know whose insurance pays for the wrongful death suit in this situation. but <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. But anyway, yeah, so it's uh, and I mean, what what blows my mind is knowing how much like prices are inflated, mm-hmm. but yet inventory is just I mean, 
they're fucking doing gangbusters. Like you, you would have to be, you would have to be like pretty much brain dead. I think to not be able to sell a car in this climate. Um, but yeah, so, oh, well, such is life. Um, all right. So we, we've, uh, seen a bunch of movies. We just haven't seen the same ones. <laughs> Um, so let's, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to hear about talk to me because I heard really good things about it. And I know you had heard some like kind of second coming type of talk about it, but, um, I I haven't been able to see it yet, but you have. So, but I'm curious as to, because what I read about it sounded really interesting, but. Yeah. Um, Uh, yeah, I I went and saw it in the theater. Actually, that's one of those ones where I was, I was just, it got to the point that I was seeing, so and I don't even spend that much time on the internet anymore. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that I was seeing as much about it as I was made me worried that I was going to have something spoiled, you mm-hmm. know. And so, so I was off work, and I was like, I'm like, you know, the day it came out, I was like, well, I'm just going to fucking go. Let me right. just go. Uh, <clears throat> so I went, and uh, it's it's directed by Twin Brothers. I uh, didn't know that. Uh, uh, this, apparently, this is their first thing. Uh, mm. Michael and Danny Philippow? Philip yeah. I don't know. You, yeah, I did I, You know, uh, so, you know, for that, you know, I'm, I'm happy just mm-hmm. to, to see it, you know, kind of the success that it's getting. And, and it, you know, it's kind of like this year's, you know, Barbarian or, or mm-hmm. you know, Terrifier, where it's like, it seems to be like really on fire. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a movie about, uh, a bunch of you know uh, teenagers and they find this hand and it's like this disembodied it almost looks like porcelain kind of looking hand and mm-hmm. if you they if somebody like grabs the hand like shakes hands with it then they it, it opens them to the, the spirit realm essentially mm-hmm. uh, and then they get visited by you know the ghost they, they see a ghost or something that can they make. pick the ghost no, it, okay. it it seems to be random, and it and also uh, kind of seems to the way it plays out is that uh, the main girl, uh, and she was really good. I don't want to like butcher her name, but mm-hmm. um, well, shit, I had it pulled up. <laughs> uh, Sophie Wild, mm-hmm. she's very good in this movie. Um, uh, I don't know her from anything else, but she fucking. That's one thing I will say about this movie. She knocks it out of the park, but mm-hmm. she ends up um, being contacted by her mother, oh. uh, who had passed, and it, things kind of progress from there. But the way the way it initially starts out is, they pick one person, they tie him into a chair because you know they, you know they obviously they get scared and shit, and people try to run or like you know whatever, and so they mm-hmm. kind of tie him there and. And then everybody else in the room films it and laughs and cracks up at the person being scared shitless and blah, blah, blah. And like, mm-hmm. you know, they, the person is acting out certain things because only they can see them and shit like that. Right. And, and uh, it's very much, uh, for me anyway, uh, I, I, unfortunately, I didn't really care for it all that much. Oh, really? Uh, I, was, I was pretty disappointed with it, to be honest. And, and that's not necessarily the movie's fault. I just don't get why everybody's so big on it mm-hmm. um the the hype while i appreciate it and if, if people are loving it you know the way they seem to be that's great it just didn't work for me it mm-hmm. was uh 
you know, and, and not just because it's, you know, primarily, a, you know, teenagers being dumb. Like, I'm, I'm fine with that. And I know that's not I'm not really the target for that anymore. But uh, I just it, it, it's part Blumhouse bullshit, uh, PG-13 ghost stuff and okay. like sort of a little Evil Dead with, mm-hmm. with the looks of, of some of the, the spirits and stuff. But my issue, my main issue with it was just that like nothing happened. Like mm. it, it, the plot moved, you know, and and you kind of get some backstory uh, uh, for um, Mia or whatever her name was, and you know the the mom thing, and like, and then there's like this twist end, and I was just like, I rolled my eyes so hard at the end, I was just like, they were like, oh, it's genuinely scary, and I was like, there's nothing scary in this movie, if unless you're scared by loud noises. I mean, it's not. It's just jump scare, typical kind of Blumhouse kind of stuff. See, because I had read that there was a fair amount of gore in it, and that like kind of part of it was that like not really knowing like if the if the main character was actually being visited or this was all just like mm-hmm. some kind of well, result got- of like the the trauma from her mom having passed or yeah. There's there's some stuff there, and I don't want to spoil anything, sure. but. Uh, uh, kind of the the way it goes is like she's you know hearing from her mom and and acting accordingly, but we don't know for sure that that's her mom, or if it is, we don't know for sure if she's got the girl's best interests in mind. Oh, okay, like I gotcha. I and gotcha. so it, it it she's doing things, and it's kind of like, and and she's you know, sees the spirit and it's telling her that she has to do this and it's telling her stuff about her dad and they, he lied about this and that and the other and and you don't know and she, you know, and she doesn't know whether to, you know, trust she obviously wants to but, mm-hmm. and it's a whole, there's a whole like thing with her dad going on and stuff and, and and I mean, that's fine it's just at the end of the day, like it's just, I just felt like nothing happened. I mm-hmm. was just like that's okay i guess it's it's but but the same you could say the same thing about it follows which i really liked so it's kind of you know it i guess i can it it helps me see what people who didn't like it follows yeah because i mean i i was always kind of surprised at how there were people that had such strong opinions about how much they did not like it follows mm. for the exact same reason. And I yeah. was like, what are you talking about? Like this movie is like, it's all about the buildup and the, t- the tension and, mm-hmm. uh, and everything. And so I guess, yeah, it's just like, um, Oh shit. I'm going to get the name of it wrong. Uh, I always think it's, um, I know it's, Oh, it comes at night. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. a movie. That's all buildup. Like you, you, yep. there's very little happens in that movie. But it's right. that kind of that blanketing, blanketing feeling of dread that you have mm-hmm. over what could happen, and then when stuff does happen, you're like, "Holy shit!" Um, right, right. But but yeah, I mean, so I guess it all just kind of either it either grabs you, um, or or it doesn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Huh. But yeah, there is some like it's not even I wouldn't necessarily call it gory. <clears throat> There's just one sequence. Um, with one of the characters where he uh, he's grabs the hand and he's the one that they're you know he wants to do it and stuff and so and he's like the younger brother of somebody and mm-hmm. things go really bad for him. Let's just say that. But uh, it that's the only one, the only really the only sequence with any like gore or anything in it. 
So do they ever like explain where the hand comes from or does it not matter? No. no. It's just a thing that somebody has and they you find out that the person that got it uh it was literally just handed to him because obviously whoever had it before uh, did not have fun with it, and so yeah. he, they like just like he was like just, just take this please, and so the guy took it as as teenagers you know would would be want to do, and, yeah. and they started filming their friends getting fucked with by ghosts, and it's kind of just it's just it's kind of one of those things where like yeah this is it, and this is how this is what we're doing, and you know you're along for the ride for an hour and a half. So that that reminds me of and I can't remember if it was a show or a movie about this people who would do drugs that would allow them to communicate with mm-hmm. the dead. God, what what was that? I, I, don't remember. I watched it recently. Um mm. and I can't remember but with everything that I've watched That late. premise is is familiar but i can i can't yeah but i also don't know if it was like a black mirror episode mm. but yeah ba- basically they um they they did you know this 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 drug that would um essentially allow them to see ghosts and then shit went sideways but for mm. the life of me now i cannot remember what yeah, and that was called and- and this is the kind of thing I may I may watch this when it comes out on Blu-ray and I may think it's great. I think it's just you know uh, kind of when I went to see it, coupled with my excitement and the hype. And once again, you know, I, I let myself get excited because I really wanted to to like it, and it just I just thought it was okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. I'll have to figure out what the hell that was because um god yeah that's 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 gonna drive me nuts um and it's something i saw recently i just can't remember what it was um anyway um okay yeah yeah i mean it sounds like something that i i mean i definitely still want to see it uh yeah for sure but um i'm kind of also glad i didn't like rush out to see it (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> based on <laughs> because I mean that's the problem is uh, you know I think sometimes with the PG-13 stuff um, I don't know it just it, it's not to say that it can't be done well but yeah. I, I, I also have less um, I don't know I, I just I, I, I kind of like like Megan was fine because Megan was like fun um, yeah and, and, and it wasn't serious it's not supposed to be taken seriously so you know you could and if i want to watch a hard r movie with a killer doll i'll just watch you know any of the chucky movies Um, sure but um you know something like this i don't know it just sometimes it can work and sometimes it doesn't in terms of the the rating kind of limiting um the level of i guess what i would need to be scared (laughs) Which is yeah, <laughs> for sure. It, you know, and that's part of it too. It's like, oh, it's so original and this, that, and the other. And I was just like, I, I feel like I've seen this before. <laughs> like, I just, yeah, I, it just it, everything I was told about it, it, it did not hit for me. So, yeah, yeah, huh? Interesting. Um, well, our next movie is, uh, I think it's also PG thirteen, right? Yeah. 
Um, and that is um, Insidious the Red Door. Um, I got to admit, I, I had to, while I was watching this movie, I had to read the Wikipedia page for Insidious mm-hmm. Chapter 2. Right. Um, a movie that took place 10 years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And not just in real time, but in uh, insidious time, because um, the actor um, who plays the son, um, Dalton there, uh, mm-hmm. Ty Simpkins, actually, it's just, they have the same actor, and he's uh, 10 years older. Uh, you know, yep. the problem with with having a movie that's not, uh, you know, Star Wars, uh, that's <laughs> ten, 10, or Indiana Jones, or whatever, 10 right. years in between sequels is you forget what happened. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Uh, there were two films. So yeah, I think we talked about this. I don't know if it was on the show or not, but we were just literally talking about insidious. I remember. And you thought this was the third one. And Mm -hmm. I was like, no, no, this is the fourth one. Yeah. It's the fifth one. Yeah. But chapter three isn't tied to them. So what? I, so the way it, the way it goes. Oh shit! The last key. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So the, the way it that? goes. The way it goes. <laughs> so, so there's one and two that are based on this family, right? Yeah. And then three is a prequel because after. Oh two, yeah. In three, this this the shift the the focal point of the the movies shifts to Lynn Shay's character. Yeah, the the psychologist you, or whatever. Yeah. The yeah. So you so it throws to her and it tells her story uh about how she helped the dad you know before it his son figured out he could astral project and they had made the dad forget that he could do it and shit oh well maybe i was supposed to watch those two so the way so the way it goes is it's one two then three is the prequel and that prequel leads directly into the last key and the last key ends where one begins so there's so basically try Chronologically, it's it's three, four, one, two, five. Like okay, so one. I still wouldn't remember what happened in two as a result, of- right? No, no. So this one is a direct sequel to two, and it's supposed to be the end of the story of the family from mm-hmm. one and two. Yeah, I will say. Um, so it was, it was the first one, also directed by by Patrick Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I, I'm going to put this out there because people are going to think that I'm like this huge Ario Speedwagon fan. I am not. <laughs> A huge REO Speedwagon fan. Mm. I am, however, a huge fan of Roll With The Changes by REO Speedwagon. Mm -hmm. I love that song. It's a long song, but it's got some really great instrumental solo pieces. So so, so the premise of this movie is that, um, you know, Josh Lambert, the father there, is basically living a terrible life because he fucking mind warped himself 10 years ago. And it's fucked with his head for this whole time, and no one's told him anything about it. Um, <laughs> he got divorced from his wife. His kids are like, yeah. She's like lying to their kids about the fact that her their dad tried to fucking pull a shining on them. Just shining, yeah, yeah. Like and so, <laughs> you know, his relationship with his son, who also, you know, mind fucked himself, uh, is is on the rocks, and so. He decides I'm going to offer on his on his ex wife's behest. I'm going to offer to drive Dalton, my son, to college. 
Mm-hmm. While he's driving, and the kid agrees, while he's driving to college, Roll With The Changes comes on the radio. And I immediately knew it wasn't right. And I was like, what is this? And I had to stop the movie <laughs> to look up what the fuck was going on. And, and they got Kevin Cronin, who was the lead singer of Ario Speedwagon, to re-record a version. And I immediately was mad. Wow. Because I was like, how is it that you have the ability from a rights perspective to re-record an inferior version of this song. (laughs) But you don't have the rights to just give them the miles better original version of the song. And I'm not a huge REO Speedwagon fan, but that pulled me out of it. And it really just kind of went downhill from there. (laughs) Yeah. Man, I, I, uh, I... I, you know, I, I could say this uh, about my experience with the Red Door. Uh, it, because because if you had asked me to summarize Insidious, a four film franchise mm-hmm. <laughs> that I own, all fucking four of, and I thought there were only three. So, if you had asked me to summarize it, I would I could have told you about the lipstick faced Darth Maul demon. Yep. Uh, the Black Bride. Yep. Uh, and that's about it. Uh, yeah, I didn't remember shit about the the further whatever the fuck they call it the 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 realm that they go yep. to that astral projection stuff. Completely completely forgot that the dad tried to fucking kill him. I did like, too. I was, I was like, like, oh shit, I forgot all about that. Yeah, and and so at least like it may be like kind of be like you know I might need to revisit these because like I was like uh. I was reading about it too, just like things you need to know or something and shit. And I was like, this all doesn't sound bad. Like it sounds yeah. pretty cool. Right. And it makes me want to rewatch them. Uh, and so I watched a couple and they're actually not bad mm-hmm. uh, for, for typical, your typical Blumhouse ghosty kind of, kind of James Wan stuff. Yeah. They're pretty good. Um, this one for me, I don't know if it's, you know, I, I'm not a filmmaker and I can't speak to whether, uh, the issues were for me were you know come from just the script or if it comes from a first time director. I mean the guy knows movies; he's been yeah. in really good movies, but it doesn't mean you know how to make a movie, right? Yeah. But but this is like the most glaring um, example of something that they needed to trim the fat that I have seen in a very long time. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it's I, got pacing issues that are not to be believed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like there's the whole, I mean, and then also, like, and I think this is somewhat of a script issue. It's like they were basically pulling so much from, um, uh, shit, the I See Dead People. What the fuck is the name of that movie? Oh, the. Six cents. God Six damn. cents. Yeah, you know, and and <laughs> there, there, there's, there's so much stuff like like the, you know, when he goes to the frat house and he hears the kid, and that's the thing. It's like you know, he, he, because the problem is like Dalton is like seeing visions of ghosts, and Josh is seeing visions of ghosts because they don't realize that they don't they've made themselves. Right not remember so you know he goes to this frat house and they're like oh let's not remember the incident of like of course somebody died at a party and then he hears somebody throwing up and i'm like oh of course it's the ghost of the person who died and it is and it's like a bunch of shit like that where it's like 
you know they're they're trying to sell you on the idea that these these two guys are seeing ghosts but don't understand what they're seeing mm-hmm. and as anyone who's seen even just a handful of horror movies there was no surprise to it at all it's just like right. well yeah of course that's what it is yeah. um and then yeah there's like long periods of like shit where you're like is this supposed to mean something and again it was 10 years and maybe if you were like a huge insidious fan but if 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 the the way that they structured these movies are such that like you and i didn't know that the last two movies were pre like you would be like i don't what the fuck is happening who who's this guy like you know and so i i i don't i didn't have a problem per se with the direction i did feel it was too long i did have a problem with the script i didn't think that the, yeah i think that's probably what it was for I, I i feel like there was a whole lot of setup to what event essentially just kind of ended up being like nothing nothing exactly you know it was, like, well we shut the door all right you it know, was like, like uh, even like they they played up the thing with the the return of the the lipstick face demon mm-hmm. and stuff which again i think is he's you know it's a cool concept like even and even you know another thing i didn't remember kind of I guess just because I feel like they did so many of those like Blumhouse uh, Me Too movies that it I they just get jumbled up in my head because I mean I watched all of them but yeah but you know I I the the further and the fact that there are different places in there and they were kind of lorded over by different malevolent demons and stuff mm-hmm. and there's you know the whole thing with the Black Bride and and how that played out and then the the the, the, the I forget what they call them the the gas gas mask man or whatever yeah, and shit. Yeah, like yeah. it's such yeah. a cool like idea and, and to have you know these different demons and and all this kind of stuff like you know it, that's cool and you know uh again like they're not bad movies but then to have this be the return of like the one like that everybody remembers mm-hmm. and then he's in one scene maybe two scenes i think you see his face once yeah until the last 15 minutes yeah. of a nearly two hour movie where where there's not like there's a whole lot else going on. Like right. that's the problem. Yeah. It's like it, it's it's it plays like a slow burn, but there's no burn. Like it's just slow. right. It's like right. It's just slow. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like yeah. And, and I think the problem too for me is like I had a huge problem with the central premise of this film being that all right. Like I understand from Rose Byrne's perspective. Her husband went ham on his kids, and she's got to try to explain it to them. But while he's going ham on his kids, their brother is like, I'll just go into the further and get him. And goes right. and fucking sits down and takes a nap with like a <laughs> snow globe in his hand or whatever. Like, yeah. like the kids were not – if all of them had been in the same situation, then she could have been able to say that – wasn't your dad but like they watch their brother zonk out and then next thing you know like shit happens so like Mm. admittedly how are you gonna explain that i don't know but if you can explain well your brother goes to sleep and when he goes to sleep he goes to other places and he sees things then you can explain and sometimes those places have things and one of them got into your dad like (laughs) you don't have to like this guy like They wiped his memory, and then she just lets him think that he's, like, brain damaged and divorces him, and he's just like, well, what was I supposed to do? (laughs) 
and then exactly. lies to her kids. I was like, like, wouldn't it have been better to handle that as a couple? Like, you could have, right. like, I mean, uh, and I get them wanting to know. I don't want to remember that you can ask for project because I don't want to do it. But like, I don't know. It's just that whole thing just to me was just stupid. Well, it absolutely was. And the other thing is like, if we're going to, are they the only two people who we can yeah. mind erase? Like, why are we going to let this other poor little kid like suffer through this shit for his entire yeah, life? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, what, yeah. Fucking wipe them all at that point. Yeah, right. Like, like, just, just like the, the younger brother. And they're like, she's like, no, no, that really didn't happen. Like you're just remembering it. You're just you're, that was a bad dream. And I'm yeah. why? Why let him like live with this trauma? Stay that confused for ten years? Yeah. Like, yeah fucking gaslighting your own kid. Right. If you could just wipe his memory, they could all be in a fog together, and they could just exactly. be like, "Oh, I had a big breakfast." You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she could be the only one who knows, and just be like, eh, "It doesn't matter." Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's nonsense. It yeah, and that that was just like that yeah. was. And, you know, and I know, like, whatever, these movies aren't ones you're supposed to spend a tremendous amount of time. Yeah, we don't really want to dissect the Insidious franchise. But, but it, it just <laughs> but kind of <laughs> speaks to why I had such a hard time getting into it. Yeah. Because I was like, I felt bad for Patrick Wilson. That right. he's just like... I don't remember anything, and I'm divorced, and I'm just yeah. a sad man, it's and like, my son doesn't want to go to college with me, right. and and his wife's like, yeah, hey, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm just in a fog. Yeah. Like, what the what, what what is that? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. How, did, how is, do you let a fog like turn your life into this big of a fucking train wreck and you think it's just a fog yeah. like <laughs> right yeah how long are you going to just allow yourself to just be eh, well you know whatever right <laughs> yeah yep and then his wife lets him go to the doctor too yeah right like how do you explain that <laughs> so this whole time <laughs> she's known and she's like you should see a doctor why you're right <laughs> You know is it's it, not gonna help. Is it a ghost doctor? Like, right. Like, like. <laughs> she's just like calls up the doctor and is like, "Look, I'm gonna tell you something, and I need you to just roll with it." And <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Your MRI shows ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hopefully it's the last one. It's supposed to be, but I know there's a spinoff. Uh, which I, I feel like is the way to go at this point. I'm, I hope they're done with these characters forever. I hope so. But there's one uh, It sounds like it's going to be focused on a, a separate demon from the further, and it's called like the Threadman or some shit like that. Sure. And it's like the Threadman and an insidious tale. And I'm like, yeah, just do that. Just give us the different demons and stuff. Let them interact with, with maybe way smarter people or like, you know, maybe people who, who are in scripts that aren't so ridiculous. Like, <laughs> yeah. Thread man. Yeah, it's something like that. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, why not? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, and then real quick, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. I did see Oppenheimer, uh, yeah. and it was uh, it was fantastic. It was amazing. Nice. Um, well worth, you know, for me anyway, um, taking the time to find somewhere um, that was. Uh, showing it in in IMAX, um, nice. Mostly for the sound design. I mean, the visuals. You know, of course, 
you know, were good, but, um, you know, the sound design and the way in which it kind of like looped back through and there were sound cues from earlier in the movie and you're just kind of like, they make sense for what's going on, but then they come back around and, um, I did have a hard time kind of following along at first, mostly because, um, they're telling the movie from three different points in time and you don't realize how stuff is going to loop back. Um, which is not, you know, I mean, Christopher Nolan kind of, he's got a bunch of movies like that where he's using time to tell stories in a way that's not linear. He does linear storytelling for sure, but Mm -hmm. you know, he's got a bunch of movies where he's kind of coming back to things you saw before and seeing how they influence stuff. And like, I fully expect it to clean up at the awards. I mean, I don't, I don't know Mm -hmm. how it, it can't just simply because of the strength of the performances and the writing, the direction, like it just was an amazing film. I actually um, downloaded the book it's based on and I don't usually read biographies, but um, Mm -hmm. it was so compelling that I, I just wanted to, to see, um, the source material, like you know where where it came from. Um, mm-hmm. So I I highly recommend it. It was it was fantastic. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then speaking of fantastic, I I finished Final Fantasy. I loved it. I forgot that it wasn't an open world game. Mm. Um, I'm glad I did all the que- I always do all the quests anyway. I was glad I did all the quests because when I got to the you know, what it was like obvious it was the point of no return. I was like, in my head, I was like, I wonder what they're going to do. Are they going to like, you reload a save before the boss, you get put after it? Because that's, I've been playing so many open world games. And yeah. and even though it's not an open world game, there are large areas when you kind of uncover all the spots on a map. It's, it's, it's pretty expansive where you can warp in and, you know, there's a lot of ground that you can cover, so it kind of feels vaguely open worldish, even if it isn't. And uh, yeah, no, it's just done. The, credits, the yeah. credits, there's an epilogue, and then you're done. They don't load up anything. You can start a new game. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, but um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I actually am kind of regretting not having started a new game plus. But that's mostly just because of what I'm playing um, instead. Mm-hmm. Um, I am um, kind of bouncing between like Game Pass games. Um, I had downloaded Like a Dragon, the Yakuza mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. which is fine, except that um, it's so. There are so many fucking cutscenes in this game. Mm. You spend so much time not actually playing this game just um like cl- either sitting there um you know watching uh a movie a cutscene that you can't skip through or hitting the a button to skip through scenes um and and then when you I, i'm at the point i'm still early on that it's like most fights are pretty much exactly the same and i just don't know if that's what i i kind of want i i, I kind of more wanted something that actually would keep me more occupied um mm. and so i uh i had um high on life downloaded so i started playing that and um you know the mechanics of it 
are really good. The weapon design is good. The traversal is good. The guns are good. The writing, I think the best word to describe it is insufferable. Yeah. It is fucking terrible. And I mean terrible. <coughs> the The best way I could describe it is that whoever wrote this game thinks they are hilarious and right. no one ever did them the service early in life telling them <laughs> that they are not nearly as funny as they think they are. Yeah. It, it There are so many times I have said out loud to the screen, shut the fuck up, stop talking. The yeah. number of jokes that just what they consider jokes and how many times they read. Like the first time, you know, if you kind of like when it's playing against video game stuff or like, you know, in a video game, if you walk up to a vendor and they kind of talk and you just kind of sit there, listen Okay, fine. But then maybe you're like, fuck this guy. I don't give a shit. And you walk away. Okay, so for the first time, they go, oh, yeah, walk away. That's cool. You're like, ha, ha, ha. And, but mm. then the second time, the third time, the fourth time, you're like, I, I fucking get it. Like, it's not it's <laughs> not funny anymore. Right. But also, are you intentionally just wasting my time with bullshit that this guy is talking to me about just so you can make the same stupid joke? Because that's what it feels like. Like, I'm walking away from you because it's just diarrhea coming out of your mouth right now. <laughs> it's not funny. And I have a pretty good sense of humor. I'm not, I'm not a prude by any stretch of the imagination. I like irreverent shit. Uh, it's just dumb. And I, all I can think of is there are like, they designed this movie to be hilarious for people who are playing it while high. And that's all I can think about. Yeah. That, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. And then I think about the line, and I don't remember who said it. I was like, the worst part about doing drugs is that you have to hang around with drug users. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and it's like there are, there's stuff that's funny, and I had to turn off I, – I, I turned off chatter so the guns don't talk to me because I had the same – you know, when, when I was playing um, Biomutant – Mm -hmm. those fuckers would not shut the fuck up um and so i knew to turn this down but even like the main gun the mm -hmm. what they write for him is so annoying like he's so annoying it, it it it's 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 one thing to just be like and it's not it's it's everything it's the performance <clears throat> it's the writing it's ter if i didn't have to use this gun i would never use this i would never use any of these guns which uh -huh. is a shame because the gunplay is actually pretty good they stole tons of ideas but they're good ideas mm -hmm. right so like i just got a gun that's basically like a needler you fill okay. it, you know so it's like you can you fill them up with these crystals and then you can charge up a shot and when you hit him with it it'll detonate all the crystals that's a good idea. Have we seen something like that before? Sure, but who cares? Just like right. there's this other gun that it's a shotgun, but it also will shoot these uh, discs out. But the, the thing is, the disc will ricochet around. It'll come back to you, and you can melee it and smack it back out. So mm. if you're paying attention to what's going on, you can actually get a few rounds of it going around and killing enemies. Again, there's tons of of games with disc throwers in it, but not like mm -hmm. that. That's a good implementation of it. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know the 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 default gun has this like slow motion lobbing shot that will send enemies in the air that you can then shoot them to juggle them in the air. That's a pretty good that's pretty a pretty decent, you know, mechanic. Um especially too as like a crowd clearing device because it slows down time, you can just lob a shot and a bunch of guys will go flying. It might not kill them, but at least it kind of gives you some room. So and then the traversal stuff, they've got, you know, this like dash, you could get an upgrade where you're like sliding along the ground, kind of like Vanquish. Um, you know, they have like a the they've got some uh a knife that also works as like a little tether thing, so you could be jumping around and hooking onto points and swinging and shooting. So all of that stuff is really cool. But you have to listen to this dumb juvenile horseshit all <laughs> the time. <clears throat> yeah. And it's just like if you didn't like Sunset Overdrive, you're gonna fucking hate this game. If the reason you didn't like Sunset Overdrive is because of the attitude, I put that in quotes, of the game and the writing, you're gonna fucking hate this game. Mm. Um, the only reason I am continuing to play it is because the the gunplay is good and the traversal is good. If I had something else to play, I'd stop. But it that yeah. stuff is good enough. And then, like, they also, like, you'll get these messages that pop up on your HUD. Like, your sister texting. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah. stop it. Like, right. <laughs> you know, and it's like, I just, I, I don't, as a Game Pass game that I didn't have to spend any outside of my paid subscription. I didn't have to spend any money on. I mean, it's yeah. fine, but as soon as something like I think Atlas Falls or Atlas Fallen, or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck the name of it is, that's the next one that's coming for him, but that's not going to be for a minute. Um, but like, it's so frustrating to just be like, okay, this is <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I'm sure they had a great time writing it, I'm sure they told each other that they were the fucking. Well, yeah, I I don't like Rick and Morty, so I knew that game wasn't going to be for me anyway. The little bit of Rick and Morty I've seen <clears throat> has all been through the lens of Rick and Morty fans, and based on that, I was like, I mm. fucking hate this show. Mm. <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, I I was fairly confident that I wasn't going um, to to like the that either. I just am shocked that. Anyone who play tested this game, or <laughs> was in on or read the script for this game, or was in any way involved in making this game that didn't directly write it, didn't at any point go no. Right, right. <laughs> Dude, no, Just stop it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, what do I know? Not much. Um, yeah. So, um, and, and I mean, I've been, you know, it's, I, I, everybody at work is playing Baldur's Gate, which, you know, I can't wait to play. Um, but it's going to be a while because PS5 version co- doesn't come out until next month, and the Xbox version, I guess, probably won't ever come out as long as, um, you know, if if uh, unfortunately, because they have to 
have parity between the Series S and the Series X. Right. Having like seamless co-op uh, on a Series S apparently is causing problems, uh, mm. which is frustrating that that kind of limitation is what is preventing it from, from being released. But at the same time, you know, I guess yeah. it kind of is what it is. Um, you know, I, I really want to play it. I, I have a... Unfortunately, it's only digital, and I just have a really hard time spending $70 on a game, much less a game that I don't own. Yeah. Um, I, you know, yeah. I, can't, I can't hold it in my hand. Right. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Um, my hope is that they come up with, they, they decide to release a, a physical version. Yeah, and it, I mean, they, they Larian did that with um, Divinity Original Sin two, mm-hmm. um, but I don't I don't know what what their their plan is. So we'll see. Um, yep. But um, it's just frustrating because you know it's like it's a lot of to me. It's just a lot of money to not be able to have the. Um, security oh, of, yeah, of know knowing that it's, gonna, it's not going to just leave a store randomly one day and you're like right. oh well guess i'm the asshole all right right yeah so. i mean if it if it's if i'm gonna buy it it's gonna be physically unless i just literally have no other option and even then i'll fucking wait you know i i, I you know yeah. for somebody like strictly limited or limited run which limited run you know you can just say what you want but at least it gives me the option to own like i, I pre-ordered the uh the Castlevania Advance Collection. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they finally did uh, do that, and so I pre-ordered that the other day. Um, so you know, uh, I'm always gonna like at least hold out and see. And I'm also like, it, I'll, I will buy a digital game, but it's gonna be like heavily discounted. Like it had to be on sale for me. And, and that's the thing. Me too. Like I don't have a problem, you know. For example, with, um, you know. Like a DLC, sure. Like I get. Yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah. But um, I mean, in this case, it's just it's a lot of money, and I don't. I have no. Um, I have no doubt the game's going to be fantastic, based mm-hmm. on their track record. I. It's just a. It's a lot of. It's a lot of money for me to spend, and not not have it be discounted. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't spend seventy dollars on games. I just. I yeah, don't, not, I don't. No way. Um, I, I rent them, um, or I wait for them to be on sale. Yeah. Um, and you know, the problem with digital only is, you know, those prices typically don't follow the same, um, reduced structure that kind of comes right. along for physical, right. Yep. You know, th- they'll be perfectly happy to keep a game that's six, seven years old at 60 bucks. And you're like, yep. no, nah, son, like I could get that from Gamefly for like 12 bucks. Exactly. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> right. And that, that's my only concern. And regardless of how many endings it has and how many hours is, I'm not going to, it's not going to be the only game I play for the rest of my life. Um, right. And, and with that, with no guarantee, uh, you know, admittedly the PS five has still got plenty of years left on it, but with no guarantee of like, I just, it, there's just too many, you know, if, if it's something where I own it and I don't need an internet connection, it's not like a Game Pass game. Like, I don't need an internet connection. I don't need it to be on the store, per se. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever happens, if all the servers get wiped out tomorrow, I can still play it. Fine. Yeah. yeah. But we know that's not how this shit goes. Right. So, um, 
you know, we'll see. Um, you know, and it also just kind of happens to come out at the same time that a bunch of other stuff, because, I mean, it comes out, like, the 5th of September. Mm. Or, I mean, at that point, I could play Starfield, which I'm probably not going to be as thrilled with as I would Baldur's Gate 3, but that's also going to be a huge fucking RPG, which will cost me nothing. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, at that point, I'll just play it. Yeah. Um, the one thing I, I am curious about is whether they charge 70 bucks for the next Assassin's Creed because they came out and said like, oh, it'll be like 25 hours. If you're a completionist, maybe like 30. And I was like, uh, well, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, what? That's I, surprising. <laughs> I mean, I know they were, they wanted to go back to what, um, one was like, but even one was oh, longer okay, yeah. than that. Um, yeah, it feels like it for sure because I actually I did beat that one. So I was really huh. surprised to hear that that's kind of what they were what they were pegging it as. Um, and I guess I'm just I know you don't you know different things have different values for everyone, but like seventy bucks for a single player game that's gonna take me a week to finish. Right. Ah, no. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That, that's just a, that's just a no. I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't really care what how good it is. It's that's a no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a hard sell, right? There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so who knows? I mean, you know, I'll, uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of how they 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 price that. But um, yeah, so like Atlas Fallen is the next one for me, and then I think that. Um, Invernum or whatever the hell that thing is, Avernum or yeah, yeah, that one's at the end of the month, and then we get into September. Um, and I really hope that I'm enjoying Final Fantasy still. So far, I'm I'm pretty pretty early in, but uh, I really hope Armored Core Six does. Yeah, I am really I'm cautiously excited, but I'm really cautiously excited for that game. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a big one. I've, I've never played any of the Armored Core ones, and I, you know, I tried to get into the Mech Warrior game that's on Game Pass, mm, and yeah. I just, I mean, that, was, that game feels like a PC game from like 1994. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> it, yes. it, I bought it, um, but I paid twenty bucks for it, and yeah, that's that game feels almost archaic to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I just was like I, I mean and and I I love Mech Warrior. It was like some, yeah. of the, some of the first games I ever played on a PC were Mech Warrior, but like you said, it feels like a PC game from quite a while ago. Um yeah, so I I don't know. Um my that's my my concern about Armored Core is that it's going to feel I don't know. I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like Mech Warrior games maybe they've just passed me by. I'm just too old. Yeah. <laughs> to be even remotely effective um, at them, but but we'll see. And then because it's it's you know a from software game, I'm like, is this thing gonna? Just... That's what worries me about it. Yeah, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be good enough to play it. Yeah, I, I can't handle a Dark Souls mech game. I can't handle a Dark Souls any game. But uh, that was my my deal with Surge or whatever that game was called. That yeah. was kind of. I liked the setting and I liked the, that better than, you know, dragons and whatnot. Yeah. And, me too. And, uh, yeah, 
I like the idea of like taking pieces from the yeah. robots that she killed and making yourself more of a badass and stuff. Yeah. Like, all that was cool until I couldn't get past the first fucking enemy I came across. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's exactly how uh, it was for me. I was yeah. I actually got farther though in that game than I thought I would have, given yeah. uh, how bad I am at some of those games. Um, yeah, actually, I did too. I got I, I was you know exaggerating, but yeah, it, it, I got a little further into it. But I, it, it just I wanted to like it more than I did. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, but uh, yeah, good times. Lots of fun stuff on the horizon. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. And then we have all the, you know, we don't know what the next season of Destiny is going to be like, of, although from the state of the game. Uh, I am very concerned with Destiny and how that's going to, uh, how I'm going to react to that. <laughs> yeah, I did think it was funny that they're like, we're not doing it anyway, Gambit. Play it, don't play it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> Here's that old map we took away. You could have that back, I guess. Yeah, but nobody's going to do anything because nobody, and I understand they're like, well, nobody plays it. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, why are we gonna? We're not gonna. Spend oh, the thing is, time and, on it. Like we and, tweaked it, and y'all didn't play it. So right, and the way that it exists now, I think is is my favorite version it's of game. Better than it's ever been. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. And and so to then be like, well, because we're getting rid of it, you can get your just do your nine things. Yeah. Across stuff, however yeah, you want however you to. want to do it. Yeah, um, I'll probably still play Gambit just because I like it. But yeah, um, well, I'll, I'll get the shader. I always at least get the shader. So yeah, um, you know. But I was like, you know, I'm glad they they at least kind of came out and said like, hey, yeah, I'm just kind of not, yeah, you know, not doing it. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how they change things up and kind of what they end up doing. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I still, I, I'm not like worried that, I don't know. I, there's still a lot left, a lot of time left and, and, you know, they, they are clearly working on, um, changing things. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, what that ends up looking like, I guess. Yes. Yeah. somewhat concerned about but i guess we'll yes. find out uh when is that two weeks 20 22nd yeah that's when the that's when the uh the vidoc or whatever the the final shape thing drops and then also the new season drops same day oh same day oh, mm-hmm. all right. good times um yeah so we still have a couple more weeks of this season so apparently it's gonna last forever so <laughs> right yeah it feels like it <laughs> exactly uh, good times all right. Well, I think that's it for us. Hopefully, uh, next week we can uh, see more of the same movies. Unfortunately, it's kind of a slow period. Um, yeah. You know the 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 um, the new releases on Shutter really have kind of slowed down. And it's um, bad. And so, I was yeah. looking at it yesterday, and I was just like, I don't. There's nothing here. I've it's, I've either already seen this shit, or like I'm not slightly interested in what they've got. They're putting on there. Yeah, I mean, I, I basically was kind of, you know, going, all right, well, I haven't seen this old movie. I haven't seen, mm. you know, this old movie. I'll just kind of, um, you know, use it for that. But yeah, I mean, in terms of like uh, new stuff, 
it's it's pretty much a, a wasteland at this point. Although I haven't looked to see what they have coming up for this month. Yeah, uh, I haven't either. I don't if, know if there's anything uh, that would be interesting to me. So, but uh, well, whatever it is, we'll figure it out. Hopefully, I'm hoping we get some news on when the, the boogeyman's going to hit. Uh, yeah, be soon because I'd, I'd, I'd like very much like to see that. Um, too. But um, whatever it is, hopefully you'll be here with us when we decide to chat about it. Uh, so for myself and Mitch, this has been episode 179 of Divide Werewolves. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We look forward to spending some more time with you in the next two weeks. So for myself and Mitch, thank you again. Good night. And have a good evening.